0: Hi and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So this podcast is all about inspiring you, motivating you, pushing you on to achieve more in your life, whether that's in business, property, your health and fitness, your personal life, every part of your life. This podcast hopefully will help you achieve more, do more and get to where you want to be. So just before the episode starts, I have just launched a new website called terryblackburnproperty.com. On there I've got all of the services that I offer. So one-to-one coaching in business, property, time management, goal setting, sales, persuasion, loads of different things on there. I've got some online courses, some one-to-one one coaching courses as well so please have a look on there really appreciate your support and if you want to get involved you want some more specific help from me you want some more one-to-one coaching and, and assistance from me to help you to get to where you want to be it's all on there also got a couple of books on amazon and audible the bli in which is won multiple awards worldwide now and the power of peas is the new one all about the different p words profit power perspective purpose etc i hope you'll really enjoy one last thing from me if you enjoy these podcasts and you benefit from them you learn from them all i ask is that you share it with your friends and family or someone who you think the episode is relevant to and you leave us a review on apple Podcasts or spotify that would massively help the more shares we get the bigger guests i can get on the podcast the more people we can help and the more i can grow the show so thank you so much get in touch if you like what you're listening to and don't just take notes take action Hi and welcome to The Rags to Richie Show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So this episode is all about how you choose your property strategy. Now, I get asked this question a lot. A lot of people reach out online. A lot of people who are new to property or relatively new to property or trying to change direction. What they're looking for is the magic answer. They're looking for the answer of which strategy should I use to achieve X? Sometimes it's not even to achieve X. It's just which strategy is the best which strategy should I use, right? Now, that question is almost impossible to answer, okay? But there is a lot of key points here that will help you determine which strategy is right for you. A couple of things you need to consider here is, one, is your end goal determines the strategy that you use now. I'll say that again. So where you want to get to, your end goal determines the strategy that you should be using today, OK, so for example, if your end goal is to have, let's say, five grand a month in cash flow from property, then buy to let is maybe not the best way to achieve that. If you want to achieve that as quick as possible. Then buy to let are definitely not the way to do it. If you're in a rush and you you've got a decent amount of money and you want to get the five grand cash flow, the best strategy is HMOs in to accommodation, doing the BRR method, buy, refurbish, refinance. Because you can recycle the same, amount, the same money in and out of deals, and you invest in them into higher cash flow and strategies. Because if your end goal is cash flow, you need to be doing cash flow and strategies. It's no point doing buy to let's where you make 100 quid or 200 quid a month if you want to get the 5 grand. It's going to take too long and too much money. So this is what a lot of people don't get. You, In order to work out which strategy you should be using today, you need to work out what your 1, 10-year goal is, okay? Because once you know that, you can work backwards and sort out of what strategy you're going to do. Yes, there's lots and lots of variables to this. Things like, depending on the amount of money that you've got. So let's say if you only have 40, 50 grand, that's only one property, right, generally. So what you need to do, if you've only got 40 to 50 grand and you want to get a 5 grand cash flow, you need to be using BRR, so buy, refurbish, refinance, So you can put your money in deals and pull the money back out on the refinance. Or you do flips to build your pot. You do joint ventures to build your pot. Maybe you do a joint venture flip to pull some money out or you work with angels to build your pot. And then any surplus cash in your pot, you put into higher cash flow strategies. That's a strategy, okay? But if you've got a large pot and your goal is cash flow, then you can just be doing BRs or you can even be parking money a higher cash flow and assets like HMOs and SA. There's no one-size-fits-all, and there's no magical answer that me or anybody can give you. Anybody online saying this is a strategy that you must do today, right, is full of shit, excuse my French, because that's not right for everybody, and everybody's goals are different. Everybody's skill set is different, which also comes into play. Everybody's attitude to risk is different. Everybody's attitude to work is different. How much they're prepared to do. Everyone's savings and pot of money that they're starting with is generally different. There's loads of factors, right? But let's try and pull this together. So, if your goal is cash flow, you need to be doing higher cash flow and strategies. Okay. If your goal is to have a huge amount of wealth, as in b- a big assets, um, a big pot of assets, huge wealth creation, if you want a few million in assets, in let's say five, 10 years, then buy to let's are maybe a better shout than HMOs. If you're not that bothered about cash flow, but you just want to park your money in something that produces a little bit of cash flow that appreciates more, and then five, 10, 20 years time you can sell up and have a big pot of money, then maybe it's four, three and four bed nice buy to let in nice areas are a better strategy for you. If you just really want to build your pot up and you don't want to deal with tenants and the hassle and you're not bothered about cash flow. Then flips are a better strategy for you. Conversions, planning gains, new build, and selling off is the exit. They're a better strategy for you. But everybody's different, right? Another bit, so that's your main, your main thing you need to think about is what your end goal is, and then you tailor your strategy to suit. The other variables come into play here, which are how much money you've got, the time frame that you've got, your attitude to risk and work, and the strengths and skill set that you have. So let's explain these. So your goal is the first bit. Second bit is how much money you've got. So if you've only got a small pot of money, that then determines the strategy that you should use Is either. If you've only got 40, 50 grand, let's say hundred grand, you need to be doing BRR, you need to be doing flips, and you need to be working with angel investors, because that's going to get you to where you want to be as quick as possible. If you've got a large pot of money, then maybe you don't need to be working with angels Actually, sorry, just on a small pot of money, you can also be doing deal sourcing as well. BRR, flips, deal sourcing to build your pot and working with angel investors, okay? If you've got a large pot of money and you want to get to a cash flow, it might be worth being an angel investor with somebody else. It might be worth lending someone else money as long as you cover your back to then get a return on that money and doing some higher cash flow strategies. If you've got 500 grand, let's say, and you want to get to five a month you could do that straight away by five hmos right that's really really simple not many people are in that situation starting off so you've got to now weigh up what your goal is what your pot of money is the next thing to weigh up is your time frame so if you're in a rush and you want to get to five grand a month in let's say two years you probably need to be working with angels you definitely need to be doing brr you maybe even need to do some flips some joint ventures definitely put that money into HMOs and SA and not buy the lets less. Whereas if you've got a long time frame instead of a short time frame, you're not in a rush. You might want to be parking your money into that nice quality assets, quality buy-to-lets that aren't going to give you any hassle and the cash flow a little bit less, but you're not in a hurry. That obviously comes into play as well, right? Your attitude to risk comes into play. So some people say to me, I don't want to deal with builders at all. I hate it. Hating them with builders. Okay, so you maybe you just want to join venture with a builder. You maybe you just want to be an angel investor. Maybe you want to be more hands-on than you get a project manager, so you just don't have to deal with it. What about your attitude to towards risk in terms of the strategy? So if you're quite risk-averse and you don't like taking big risks, don't try and buy an office block and convert, carve it into 12 flats. That's risky. Don't try to be buying stuff in auction without reading legal packs. Don't be doing things that are really out there. You maybe just want to reduce your risk by going after the basic strategies, battle HMO SA, right? They're quite low risk in comparison to a large new build site or a conversion. Your attitude to work comes into play. So if you've got a high... um. You know, a high-paced job at work, let's say, and you work in the city or you've got your your own business where you're full-on really, really busy, do you have the time to be doing loads of strategies and taking on big projects? You might just want to do turnkey stuff. You might want to work with a source and just park your money into certain assets where you've got low risk, low hassle, low amount of activity or time you have to put in and it's kind of done for you. Working with a project manager and a sourcer and a letting agent so it's kind of a little bit hands off these factors come into play as well because let's say if you've got a small pot of money you're in a rush you don't want to take on any risk or time you know you don't want to invest much much time in this and you want to get a 10 grand a month within a year like you, you're not going to really do that so you've got to be realistic you've got to know your goal know how much money you've got and be realistic and know if you've only got a small pot what you have to do work with angels etc I've got a full course on this. If you want to buy that, it's only 300 quid. Tells exactly how to find angel investors. If you've got a large pot of money, then that changes it as well. If you're open to taking huge risks, that changes it as well. See, there's loads of factors here, right? You might be feeling a little bit, shit, I'm overwhelmed. What the fuck do I do, right? You might be feeling like that, right? But the thing is, there is no right and wrong answer, right? There is none. Anyone that tells you this is what you definitely should be doing is foolish s-h-i-t I'm trying to not swear as much in this episode um but you've got to weigh up all of those factors and you know what you've got to do sometimes if you're just starting off jump in at the deep end just run with it go with it buy your first property right if you've done loads of battle and you've never done hmo before buy your first hmo just do it right don't take any stupid risks don't overpay obviously all of the basics you know don't overpay for stuff Don't get carried away, you know, keep an eye on your costs. All of those things obviously always matter. But just think about your goal, first of all. Whatever your goal is, work out the best strategy to get you to that goal. If it's cash flow, it's HMO, SA. If it's building your pot, it's flips, JVs, working with angels, deal sourcing. If you're not bothered about cash flow, you want to build an asset base, it's a nice quality buy or That's as simple as that, right? Done. Next thing is, how much money have you got? Work out if you've got a small pot. You need to be doing BRRs, working with angels and flips to build your pot. If you've got a large pot, happy days. If you're in a rush on your time frame, then you need to be doing BRRs, working with angels, doing flips to build it as quick as possible. Longer term time frame, then you're not in that much of a rush. You can be more selective. You can take your time a little bit more. Maybe you don't have to do BRRs. You can park some money. Next layer to that is attitude to risk. So if you you want to take risks, and you can put loads of time into this. Then happy days. You can do loads of different things. But if you don't want to take many risks, and you don't want to put the work in, you maybe need to work with other people. Okay. And then the last part of this thing is play to your strengths. If you're not educated, right, you need to get educated. Get a coach, right? Do some courses. You need to get educated. Read some books. Listen to some podcasts. If your strength, if you're an accountant, let's say. And I work with an accountant on a one to one basis who's getting into property. He's doing fantastic. His strength is clearly one of his strengths is numbers. He's got a lot of strengths, but one of his strengths is numbers. So it's deal sourcing because he can find deals very quickly because he can analyze numbers really, really quickly. Right. And he can put, he's got a good work ethic, puts the time in, he's getting results. But if your strength is not numbers, you need to get good at numbers. Right. Don't be trying to take on a 25, you know, 25 apartment conversion, you convert you're carving a big office block into 25 apartments, because you need to be good at your numbers, right? If you just don't know you need to be doing smaller projects, play to your strengths. If you're a builder, right? Play to your strength if you can take on a flip, you can take on a conversion and get your refurb cost down. Happy days. Play to your strengths, right? Play to your strengths. So hopefully I've given you a little bit of clarity, right? Just to summarize this, right? As you go through the motions and as you buy more and more property, the best strategy, in my opinion, something I've done for many years and something that's done me really well, is as you grow as a property investor and a businessman, the best strategy is to use multiple strategies, right? The best strategy is to not pigeonhole yourself into one strategy, not put all your eggs in one basket. The best strategy is to do multiple things. But if you're just starting off you're relatively new, you've just got a handful of properties, follow what I've just went through. Start with the end in mind. Start with the goal. Work out how much money you've got, which determines a little bit of the strategy. Work out your time frame, which determines a bit of the strategy. Work out your attitude to risk and your attitude to work. That's a bit of the strategy. And then your strengths. And remember that there's no right and wrong. There's no magic strategy that you can do today that's going to make you rich tomorrow. It doesn't exist. Start with the goal, settle yourself down, clarity, focus, tunnel vision, don't listen to 25 different gurus, right? If you listen to this podcast, you obviously like what I say. Listen to me, maybe it's one or two others, right? But when you listen to too many people, you get clouded and you get confused and you get overwhelmed and guess what? You don't know what strategy to do, then you don't take any action. So just listen to what I'm telling you here, follow what I've done, because you can get similar results to me if you follow what I do. Keep listening in every week. I've got 100-odd episodes you can go back and listen to. There's absolutely loads. Do loads of content now online. There's ample stuff from me you can get for free, right? If you want more detailed stuff and you want more one-to-one coaching and you want guided properly every single month or every couple of weeks, I even coach some people, then reach out, right? But on your strategy, run with it. If you know someone who's in property currently, and they're struggling or you feel that they don't know what strategy to use at the starting off, send them this podcast, share it with them. I'd really appreciate that. And if you've enjoyed it, leave us a five star review. Thanks so much, guys. Don't take notes, take action.